0: Welcome to Zichud Avsiman, remember by Abraham Goldhar, and today the Daf Kuf Yud Beis, the end of the thirteenth parak Beis Shammai, and the beginning of the fourteenth parak Chereshanasa. So the three topics are going to focus on. Number one, the question was asked: Natu Yehudim If a married woman said, "I'm removed from all Jews," meaning she made a neder not to have benefit from relations with any man, what's the halachah regarding the Yavam? Did she consider at the time she made the nether that her husband might die childless and she'll fall to the Yavam and Yibum? If so then the yelbam is certainly prohibited to her. Or did she not consider the possibility, in which case he would be permitted to her? Rush right? explains that the reason she might have not considered the possibility is that the reason she wanted a divorce was because having relations was causing her pain. She was concerned, though, that if she had said she wanted a divorce, her husband might suspect she wanted it so she could marry someone else. To allay his concern, she made the nether prohibiting all men to her. If this was the purpose of the nether, it would not have included the yelbam, since in the event of divorce, she would be prohibited to him as an erva. Rab said, "Yavam ain't no The yavam is not like the husband, as the netter did not apply to him. And if the husband dies childless, he may do yibam with her." Shmuel said, "Yavam haru kabbal. The yavam is like the husband, and just as the husband is forbidden to her, so is he, because the netter includes him." Abai brings a support for Rav's position. Point him to the next Mishnah. States: If a competent man married a competent woman and she became a chereshes, if he wants, he may divorce her, or if he wants, he may keep her as his wife. But if she became a shota, insane. He may not divorce her. If he became a cheresh or a shota, he can never divorce her. Rav Yochanan Nuri said to the rabbanon, Why may a woman who became a chereshes? Be divorced, but a man who became a cherish may not divorce. They answered, A man who divorces is not comparable to a woman being divorced. For the woman can be divorced with her consent and without it, while well, the man may only divorce with his consent. Since a man who is mentally incompetent, such as a cherish or a shota, cannot express consent, they may not divorce a woman. And point number three, Bar Chama said, What's the difference between a cherish, or a cherish that the rabban instituted a category of marriage, and a shota and a shota that the rabban did not? Rashi explains that if the deceased brother was a cheresh or the widow is a chereshes, chalitza is required, indicating that there is nesu'in and condition for them, even though with the Risa they cannot make a kinyan. And it was taught in a bright side that if a shota or a katan married a woman and then died childless, their wives are exempt from chalitza and from yibum. The Gemara answers cheresh vechareshes to the concept the rabban to the rabban in the case of the ve chereshas where the rabbinic institution of marriage can endure, they establish nesuin. Rashi explains that deaf-mutes can get along with other people and certainly with their spouses. In the case of the Shota V'shota, where a rabbinic institution of marriage cannot endure, for a man cannot live with a snake inside one basket, they do not institute it. Rashi explains that it's not the nature of insane people to coexist with others peaceably and the marriage will ultimately fail So once again, the three points are number one The question was asked If a married woman said I am removed from all Jews meaning she made a nether not to have benefit from relations with any man what's the luck regarding the yavam? Did she consider at the time she made the nether that her husband might die childless and she'll fall to the yavam and yibum? If so then the Yavum is certainly prohibited to her. Or did she not consider the possibility, in which case he would be permitted to her? Rashi explains that the reason she might have not considered the possibility is that the reason she wanted a divorce was because having relations was causing her pain. She was concerned, though, that if she had said she wanted a divorce, her husband might suspect she wanted it so she could marry someone else. To allay his concern, she made the nether prohibiting all men to her. If this was the purpose of the nether, it would not have included the yavim, since in the event of divorce, she would be prohibited to him as an erva. Rav said, <laughs> The yavam is not like the husband, as the nether did not apply to him, and if the husband dies childless, he may do yivim with her. Shmuel said Yavam Haru Kabal. The Yavam is like the husband and just as a husband is forbidden to her, so is he because the netter includes him. Abai brings the support for Rav's position. Point him to the next Mishnah states. If a competent man married a competent woman and she became a Kereshess, If he wants, he may divorce her or if he wants, he may keep her as his wife. But she became a Shota, insane, he may not divorce her. Nizhah or Nishtata Eina Motziya if he became a Cherish or a Shota, he can never divorce her. Rabbi Yochum Nuri said to the Ravadam, why may a woman who became a Cherishas be divorced, but a man who became a Cherish may not divorce? They answered, Doma Isha Li Isha A man who divorces is not comparable to a woman being divorced. Shai <speaking> Isha <in Hebrew> For the woman can be divorced with her consent and without it, while well, the man may only divorce with his consent. Since a man who is mentally incompetent, such as a cherish or a shota, cannot express consent, they may not divorce a woman. And pointing point number three, Ramei Chama said, What's the difference between a cherish or a heresh, that the Rabban instituted a category of marriage, and a shota and a shota that the Rabban did not? Rashi explains that if the deceased brother was a cheresh or the widow is a chereshes, chalitza is required, indicating that there is nisuin and condition for them, even though with the Raisa, they cannot make a kinyan. And it was taught in a side that if a shota or a katan married a woman and then died childless, their wives are exempt from chalitza and from yibum. The Gemara answers cheresh vechareshes to the concept the rabban tekimul rabban nisuin. In the case of the cheresh v'chareshes, where the rabbinic institution of marriage can endure, they establish nesuin. Rashi explains that deaf mutes can get along with other people, and certainly with their spouses. In the case of the shota v'shota, where a rabbinic institution of marriage cannot endure, for an eda nachosh achas, for a man cannot live with a snake inside one basket, they did not institute it. Rashi explains that it's not the nature of insane people to coexist with others peaceably, and the marriage will ultimately fail. Alright, so now we go to a Simmer Duff base, and her standard simon is a Rubik's Cube. A Rubik's Cube. So here goes. The woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to, but did not think to include a sticker of her Yavam, and ended up getting divorced against her will after she became a Kharecious, got married again, unlike the Shota she knew, who could never get married at all. Once again, slow motion. The woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube? That must be more of Duff base. The woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to, but did not think to include a sticker of her Yavam, which reminds us, the question was asked, If a married woman said, I'm removed from all Jews, meaning she made a netter not to have benefit from relations with any man, what's the Allah regarding the Yavam? Did she consider at the time she made the netter that her husband might die childless, and she'll fall to the Yavam yibum? If so, then the Yavam is certainly prohibited to her. Or, does she not consider the possibility, in which case, he would be permitted to her? Rush explains why she may have not considered the possibility. Rav said, Yavim Eno okay The Yavim is not like the husband, as the Neder did not apply to him, and if the husband dies childless, he may do Yibim with her. Shmuel said, Yavim Haru The Yavim is like the husband, and just as a husband is forbidden to her, so is he, because the Netter includes him. Abai brings the support for Rav's position. So the woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to, but did not think to include a sticker of her Yavam, and ended up getting divorced against her will after she became a Hareshes, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochum Nuri said to the Rabbani, Why may a woman who became a Hareshes be divorced, but a man who became a Hareshes may not divorce? They answered, A man who divorces is not comparable to a woman being divorced. For the woman can be divorced with her consent and without it, while the man may only divorce with his consent. Since a man who's mentally incompetent, such as a heresh or a shote, cannot express consent, they may not divorce a woman. So the woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to, but did not think to include a sticker of her yavam, and ended up getting divorced against her will after she became a got married again unlike the shoti she knew who could never get married at all. Which reminds us, Rami Barkhamma said, what's the difference between the Cheresh Khareshis and that the Rabbut instituted a category of marriage and a shota and a shota that the rabbin did not? The right answer is that in the case of the Herashva Kharishas, where the rabbinic institution of marriage can endure, they established Nasur. Rashi explains that deaf mutes can get along with other people and certainly with their spouses. In the case of the Shota Shota, where rabbinic institution of marriage cannot endure, for in Adam Dar Im nachesh achas, for a man cannot live with a snake inside one basket. They did not institute it. Rush explains that it's not in the nature of insane people to coexist with others peaceably, and the marriage will ultimately fail. So once again, the woman who put stickers on a Rubik's Cube of all the men she was prohibiting herself to, but did not think to include a sticker of her Yavam, and ended up getting divorced against her will after she became a hareshes, got married again, unlike the Shotah she knew, who can never get married at all. Alright, now time for a formal about Chazorah. Dav So the symbol of is a pickpocket. So here goes. The katana married to a pickpocket. Pickpocket? That must mourn duff Koufas. The katana married to a pickpocket who just sent Mune in front of the storekeeper, where her husband sent her to steal some cash, which reminds us it was taught in a bright What is considered mune? Amri she be pony bali. She said, I do not want pony my husband, or yep she be kudushin. she imi I do not want the kadushun that my mother or my brothers arranged for me. Rebuta said it's even mune if she said to the storekeeper that her husband had sent her to in order to bring an item. There's no greater mean than this. Rush explains that it is valid, even though it was only said to a storekeeper. And one might have thought that she is just complaining that her husband sent her. So, the katana married to a pickpocket who just sent Miu in front of the storekeeper, where her husband sent her to steal some cash, was shocked when her friend ran in, begging the storekeeper to be makarish as a form of Miu, which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa, katana shol be ve'amda if a katana who did not do mion arose and remarried, they said in the name of Yudabem Becerra that and and anewa, her marriage is hermune. When the Gemara asked whether her accepting Kadushin from another man would be regarded as a form of mien, it brings a price to what was said in the name of that kedushah hen, hen, meonel. Her Kadushin is hermune. So the Katana married to a pickpocket who had just done mune in front of the storekeeper, where her husband sent her to steal some cash, was shocked when her friend ran in begging the storekeeper to be the kaddisher as a form of mune. And he refused because he knew that mune after a get would uproot her earlier marriage and that she'd be allowed to go back. To her husband, which reminds us, the more brings the claw get archamun acher get In a case where a get follows Miun, she's forbidden to return to her first husband. In a case where Miun falls a get, she is permitted to return to him. Daf Kuftes the Simmer Daf Kuftes is a Hatsala first aid kit. So here it goes. The Hatsala member who grabbed his first aid kit, Hatsala first aid kit. That must be learned Daf Kuftes. The Hatzalah member who grabbed his first aid kit to help a Yosoma B'chaya of, who fell while jumping rope. Which reminds us, the Mishnah teaches, Hamagarshas the a who tells the Yavim, if one divorces a woman, remarries her, then dies childless, she is permitted to the but Rebolezer forbids her to him. Similarly, Hamagarshas says a Yosoma, if one divorces an orphan girl, remarries her, and then dies childless, she is permitted to the Yavam, But Rebolezer forbids her to him. The more seeks to understand Rebolezer's reason for ruling strictly after rejecting the first three explanations. It brings Ravashu, who said Re-Bolezer's reason reason is that he decreed Yibum is forbidden with these women because of the concern that it might be confused with an orphan in her father's lifetime who remarried the man who divorced her. But concerned that if we permit the adult woman or the minor girl in the first two cases to do Yibum, we might come to permit Yibum in the case where the husband remarried the minor. After he divorced her, and then died childless. Since that latter marriage is only the rebutton, she is Midduraisa and erva as a brother's wife from the first marriage, and yibum would be forbidden. So the Hatzalah member who grabbed his first aid kit to help a Yosomech Mechaya of who felt while jumping rope made peace between the two girls who were fighting over who gets the next turn. Which reminds us Bar Kapar taught the following b'raisa A person should always cleave to three things and distance himself from three things. He should attach himself to chalitza v'havas shalom nadarim. Chalitza making peace between others and annulling vows. He should distance himself from miyun amina biktonos ervonos miyun from accepting deposits for safekeeping and from acting as a guarantor. So the Hatsal member grabbed his first a kit Helping a and who fell while jumping rope, made peace between the two girls who were fighting over who gets the next turn, and encouraged a man who said he only one's Torah to join Hatzalah and start performing mitzvahs. Which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce Rubiyosi, says, Whoever says he has no Torah, meaning that he does not learn Torah, he has no reward for learning Torah. When they were asked that this is obvious, it clarifies Rubyosi to mean, Whoever says he only has Torah, but does not do mitzvahs, does not even have the reward for learning Torah. Another brace teaches that the original statement means that if one only learns, if he taught others to perform mitzvahs, he gets no reward for their performance of mitzvahs. Daf kuf yud. So the sim daf kuf yud is a gold key ceremony. So here goes. The married katana who was awarded a gold key, gold key. That must be worn. than daf kuf yud. The married katana who was awarded a gold key when she reached adulthood and now had a derisive level of marriage, which reminds us, Rob holds that a katana that was married must have relations after she reaches adulthood in order for marriage to be considered the rights of marriage. The Gemara clarifies in where Katana did not do me and became an adult. And she then went and married another man without having received a get from her first husband. And Rav said, Ein rica, get me She does not need a get from the second husband because the condition never took effect. And Shmuel said she does. The case is where the first husband did have relations with her after she became an adult. And that is why Rav says she does not need a get. ...from the second man. The reason Shmuel holds that she does require a get is because he holds... does Anyone who has relations does so on the basis of the original condition Since the original condition is only considered a Durban-level marriage... ...the second marriage takes effect on a Durban-level and she requires a get from him. So the American Tan who was awarded a gold key when she reached adulthood... ...and now had a Durban-level marriage gave it in sympathy to two deaf-mute women married to the same man who died, and they could not do chelitza, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, "Mishia nasu and Nasul Yushteya Yusomus Katanus if one was married to two orphan female minors, and he died. but relations or Haleeds with one of the wives exempts her de khershos, And similarly, if he was married to two female deaf mutes, the Gemara says that this implies that a Chalitza is fit for Chalitza, And a Mishnah clearly taught that a Chalitza with a Chalitza is invalid. Rav Gittel said in the name of Rav Abia, the comparison in the Mishnah was referring to having relations, not Chalitza. Rabbah said you can even say it's referring to a but the more successfully refutes his position. So, the married katana who was awarded a gold key when she reached adulthood and now had a derisa level marriage, gave it in sympathy to two deaf women married to the same man who died, and they could not do chalitza, instead of choosing between a katana and a koreshess because she had no idea who was more. Preferable, Which reminds us, Ravada Barava and his son of Avraham were discussing the Mishnah's case of one married to a katana v'choresh where the din is, the be of the yavim with one of them does not exempt her tzara. They said this ruling applies only where the yavim was a bikeach, mentally competent, and we do not know who's more preferable to him. Is the katana more desirable for one day she will reach Claudea, the category of having das, or is the choresh more desirable since she's an adult and a b'ia fit? for having relations. But if the husband was a cherish, certainly the Hareshes was more desirable to him because she was a Basabian, also similar to him. Rav Nachman told him that even in this case, the tana is in doubt, and therefore doing Yibam with one of them will not exempt her tzara. Daf Kuf Yudal, so the similar Daf Kuf Yudal is a kayak. So here goes. The who left his divorced Hareshes Yavama on the shore. While well, he took the katana Yavama he was waiting to do chalisa with on a kayaking trip, kayak, that must be one Daf Kuf Yudal. The Yavam who left his divorced Hareshis Yavama on the shore, while well, he took the Katana Yavama he was waiting to do Chalitza with, on a kayaking trip, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Kuf Yud, Amadov, stated, that if one was married to a Katana and a Hareshis, then Aimbias Biyaz Achaz Mehem relations with one of them, does not release her atzar. The Gemara asks, what's their Takana? Meaning, how can they be released from their Zikas so they can marry other men? Rav Chisah said, in the name of Rav, the Beget, the The Avam should marry the Chareshis, and then divorce with a Get, and the Katana should wait until she reaches adulthood, and then perform a Chalitza. Rashi explains that he must divorce the Chareshis, because the Chalitza of the minor makes him forbidden to the Chareshis. Rav Chisza said, you can infer from this, that Rav holds, under Rabbinic law, Chareshis K'nuya umashi Yoreres, Katana K'nuya the Enna a Chiresh is the one who is partially acquired and partially left unacquired. And the katana is the one where there's a suffix whether she's acquired or not. So the Yavamu left his divorce Kharesha's Yavama on the shore. Well, he took the katana Yavama he was waiting to do chalitza with on a kayaking trip was joined by a small kayak with a yavam Katan and Yavama Katana. Which reminds us, the second mission on the deaf states, yavam Katan Shabal Yavama Katana If a minor Yavim had relations with a minor Yavama, we wait until they grow up together until they reach adulthood. Rushi explains, there's nothing that can be done since Get Katan ain't no Get. The Get of a Katan is not a Get. In the meantime, they are permitted to live together. So the Yavim who left his divorce, Haresh's Yavama on the shore, while well, I took the Yavama katani who's waiting to do Chalitza with, on a kayaking trip, was joined by a small kayak with a yavam katan and a yavam katana, and a bigger one with an adult Yavama taking her yavam katan out for the day, which reminds us, the mission continues. If the minor yavam who is above nine years old had relations with the adult yavama, we wait until she raises him until he reaches adulthood. The more questions how the minor yavam may have relations with the yavama, but the pasuk states, to establish a name for his brother, and he's not fit for this. by answered, the pasuk states, her yavam shall come upon her, which implies Kodu, whatever his age is. Rav explains why the pasuk is not needed to teach this. Alright, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.